Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another. Wait a minute. I, I, mm. I can't do it like this. I feel like there's something missing. Hold on. Yes, <laughs> Let me get myself right here, man. Let's try this again, man. I think I'm ready now. I think I'm ready now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Padrico Live. Padrico Live. Padrico Live. Padrico, Padrico, Padrico Live. Padrico Live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Hadrico Live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Hadrico Live. I'm your host, Hadrico, and today we are so, so blessed to have the founder and creator of So Hoodie. Oh, yeah. We got him on. We're we, we rocking him. And the face. I mean, because you can't have a brand without a face. My man, AJ Greener in the building. Gentlemen, how are y'all doing this evening, man? Thank y'all for taking y'all time to sit down and come on holler at old Hadrico, man. How y'all doing this evening? Go get me heaved up, you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, since, since I, I don't have a hood on me, there's only one thing I can say. Are we we? Are we we? <laughs> This is off to a great start. Listen, man, already starting off to a great start. First off, gentlemen, thank y'all for taking the time because I know y'all are busy scheduling. And if you guys are, have not seen these two gentlemen on social media, I don't even think they they live anywhere because they're from Kansas City to football tailgates to high school games to here to there. Do y'all even have a residence anywhere? I mean, are y'all ever home? Man, I'm here. I'm here right now for the next 24 hours, and I don't know where I'm going next. I'm and going then, and then you off to the next. Yeah, man, I'm either going to Virginia, Texas, or New Jersey. I don't, I don't know where I'm going this week. And listen, I know you got uh, lots of requests. We call boots on the ground. We call boots on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, so got to get out there, man. You getting out there and getting things going, but l- let's talk a little bit. Mike, let me, let me start with you. So, Hoodie, tell me about this, Brent. Where did this come from? Where did you get this idea to birth? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's a pretty unique story, Trevor. You know, from dating back to around 2017, um, you know, we had this concept of, look, all these athletes wear a Gatorade towel on their head, and why are they doing it? What is the reason for it? Um, and it was really just, you know, it came down to, one, a swag thing, right? It was swaggy. It was cool. And two, uh, the overall purpose to keep you cool or, you know, to keep you warm, one or the other. So, um, from that aspect alone, what we saw directly was it's not only football, it's, it's a lot of sports and it's from the college level, you know, all the way down to the youth, to the pros. Um, so we kind of had the foresight to say, okay, let's just take a towel, cut it up like a hood and see where we're at. And from that, we kind of built the patent around it. We understood that this thing would need, you know, some drawstring snap. Uh, we, we, as you can see, we had a back tail flap to it. So Everything that we did to create it was kind of useful for the impact of it being, you know, just the hood. Uh, and then from that point on is when we kind of had like this ha-ha moment um, when we saw Cam Newton wearing it all all season or Steph Curry. Um, and we said this has to be targeted to athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but in order for these athletes to want to wear something that's cool, we got to have the pro guys, you know, wear it first. Um, and this was a time where 
you know, we're a startup. So it's really just like going on the fly, trying to figure out how this can fit into the world of sports, uh, where it really belongs. And we were fortunate to be in the uh, in the era of social media, you know, where we can get instant access to certain, you know, individuals, having them see it or, or be able to send them uh, a certain direct message and, and they'll get it directly and see exactly what this is. Um, you know, as I would say in the past, a lot of marketing really wasn't done that way. You know, it's more so over the phone or infomercials, um, but we were really in your face and, and kind of like a grassroots marketing stream of just getting it to as many people as we can so they can understand what this is and, you know, how it can kind of survive in this, this world of sports. So, you know, in time, I, uh, my partner, Matt, myself, and a couple other people that were working, making the hoods were uh, early on just sending them out to as many athletes as we can. Guys that, you know, previous played like Warren Sapp, Braylon Edwards, Adrian James, um, guys that would see it for what it is and, and hopefully help uh, bring it to that next level, um, which today, you know, looking, uh, you know, as to where we are, it's pretty incredible. And, and I'll get into AJ and how he's kind of, you know, brought us to light and, and everything that he's done for us. But in a nutshell, we've gotten into over about 200 professional athletes, uh, over 50 collegiate teams. Uh, and we're actually in about 15 to 20 different states for youth football. So for right now, it's um, it's it's kind of just like a snowball effect. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, is it just for football? Is it you know, it's you, you built it in that area, but is it just for football? And the answer is no. Uh, we're kind of like the best ex explanation be, you know, we're in a nine inning game and we haven't even thrown the first pitch yet. Mm. So that's kind of like how we see this product. Eventually we want it to be for, you know, people that do construction, people that fish, people that want to hunt, uh, people that swim, all, all different, you know, different types of uses. Cause at the end of the day, it is still a hood and, and people wear hoods, you know, for various reasons. So that's kind of the gist of it. Well, I have to tell you, Mike, you have finally made it because your hood has made it to Hadrico Live. There is a Hadrico <laughs> Live hood, so therefore you can sleep easy tonight knowing you have reached the top echelons of where you're trying to get to. Now, you started this company, and then you bring in my man, A.J. Green. Now, me and A.J., y'all, I don't know if y'all, let me tell you how we met. He was at a game. Oh, God. He was at a game in Miami. And I'm going to tell you, this is, this is real life action here. In my head, I'm like, who in the hell is this dude on the sideline? He ain't on the coaching staff, but he is mighty close. And now he handing stuff out. And then after the game, I asked one of my kids, I'm like, who is that dude? They're like, dad, come on, man. That's A.J. Green. I'm like, A.J. Green played for the Bengals or the Cardinals. Though. He played for somebody. I'm like, what you mean? They're like, no, that's AJ Green. He, he a YouTuber. You need to get on his level. You trying to grow a YouTube channel. He got like, I'm like, what you not finna do is compare how many subscribers he got. We're we not going there, right? We're so not that, doing that. Yeah, we're we not finna do that. By the way, go ahead, like, subscribe, and share. Smart <laughs> no, 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 Real quick. So then um, my um they say, wait till he do the video on this game. And that game we played against Miami Central, by the way, slugfest. And then we end up winning the game. So now everybody in my family, like we like anxious to see this video that AJ Green puts together. So we watch the video. We watching. Everybody's like, oh, oh, he missed it. We getting all into it. And then there was a moment. I know the moment. Mike, there was a moment. I know the moment. Mike. I can't see it. I can't see it. 
gain of six, second and four at the 26. The film slowed down. I think it even changed colors. And he said, him, him. Him. But listen, no, at that time, it was him, him. And I said, no, he did not. And I looked at my older son as he looked at his face. He was like, you, you ever see your child just look like he just lost everything for Christmas? Like he, because it was him and he had slipped. I'm just going to say that for the record. He slipped. So anyways, that's, this is how I met this guy, right? So then all of a sudden we have a game in Arizona and guess who I see on the sideline, y'all? <laughs> AJ and I beeline straight to him. I say he slipped, but he was out there again, and now I knew who he was. And ladies and gentlemen, this man tried to get me hemmed up. You see that young, beautiful hood he got on his head, y'all? See it, that was that postman mine. He tried to get me to put it on in the middle of the game. I can't do that as a coach in the middle of the game. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, without all that extra stuff. I give you the, the face piece now, because this guy's everywhere representing the hood. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, AJ Green. What's up, my man? How you doing? Ah, we, we. Man, no, that was that was a good one. Mike, man. I'm standing on a sideline, you know, I'm with I'm with you know who. We're standing there, and I'm just looking to get some B-roll shots, and I just feel a presence. <laughs> Coming towards me, and you know, you know, he's a he's a big dude. So he walking at me. He's like, I got a bone to pick with you. Me? I mean, what I do? And he's like, you know that kid that you was like, I can't talk about it. I said, what about him? He said, that's my son. Man, oh. my heart, my I, my soul almost jumped out my body because I I didn't know where this was going. I thought he was gonna kick me off the sideline. <laughs> and he starts laughing. I'm like, okay, my heart my heart rate going back to normal. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then, you know, the game continues, and I see him on a sideline. He's cracking jokes. I'm like, man, I would have loved to play for a coach like this, man. So I see the hood. I'm like, man, I get the hoods to the players. I give them to the fans. I don't have a single picture of me giving one to a coach. So I'm, I, I'm like, hey, coach, I'm, I'm, just, I'm fresh out of playing, still trying to get back into playing. And we'll talk about that later. Yeah. So I know how it is on the sideline with the coaches kind of want everything tight-knit. And I, it was like a timeout or something. I'm like – I'm going to just slide in there with the hood. And he like, he's like, I can't do that. And I'm like, this is real quick. He's like, I can't do that. I'm like, we could have been done. And he's like, you trying to get me hemmed up. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> After the game, I got you. Like, right now. I can't. Are you going to get me? Uh, look, we could have been done. We could have been done. We could have been done. <laughs> It's him. Him. It's him. 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 Come on, come on. Let's. Him. Yeah, go at, go ask your son about it. Okay. Hey. Oh no, you. <laughs> no, you. We don't have to go to commercial hand. break. <laughs> <laughs> he heard it firsthand. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, but, hemmed up. Okay, ham, hemmed. Hemmed. You know what I'm okay. saying? But, 
Now, I was just, I was like, man, I would love to play for this guy, man. And then, you know, when, when you presented me about coming on the podcast, I said, yeah, I got time. Let's do it. Well, listen, first so off, it is real. truly an honor to have both of you, man. But, you know, AJ, a lot of kids see you and they really are just enamored with you because we live in a world. It's different than when I grew up and when you guys grew up. What no Instagram and, and, and Snapchat, which I'm kind of glad it wasn't. I'm glad. We, I, don't, I don't think I. Mm-mm. But now social media is really definitely taking over. And a lot of these kids have taken a liking to you and they, everybody flock. Oh, it's AJ Green, AJ Green. And then they see the hoods and everybody wants to get a hood. Because I can tell you a lot, a lot of the Gorman players that have that hood still wearing it to this day. You see them come out of the locker room. You see them going to games. Nah, still wearing that hood to this day. So the love is still there, which also goes to show the quality of the product because it's durable. It's lasting. Shout out to So So Hoodie. Big plug. So So. Uh, so So. Hey, wait, wait. You know what I'm saying? All that good stuff. I can't believe I don't have mine on right now. We're going to have to yeah, party right, file. It's, we, we'll get you. We'll get you together. Don't worry about it. Hey, matter of fact, I'm going to send you a hood. How about that? I'm going <laughs> to See what I did there? <laughs> so, but anyways, a lot of kids look up to you, man, but a lot of people don't know your story. They just see you and they just know you as this YouTuber, but I guarantee you there's more to it than the YouTube guy. Here's a question for you. Who is AJ Green? What, where did you go or where did you come from to become who you are today? So I went through high school in New York and I'm sure as you know, high school football in New York isn't really that well respected because they don't see the competition as you know what as for what it is um so you know going through high school and everything i drove to jersey every week to train because i knew that they didn't respect the comp- level of competition so i would train in jersey over the weekend and after a while you know a lot of the guys there they got offers from you know alabama all the big time schools it's like yo where you got offers from man i'm like nowhere and they're like bro you got to transfer you know what i mean but at the time you know you know, that wasn't really financially possible. So I kind of just seen it through in New York, you know, ended up going all state and everything. And I, I you know, I went through college, transferred around a little bit for various reasons. And going into my last year, I ended up at a division two school in Connecticut. And as, as the season was wrapping up, you know, it didn't go the way I wanted, you know, I had, I had decent film, but you know, it wasn't no, nothing eye catching, but I had that very decent film. You know, if I showed that to the right person, as long with the right, you know, combine measurables, you know, I could have got opportunity. And as those leading up to the draft, you know, I went and played in a bowl game down in Florida. And I ended up that I got very good film from that. You know, I ended up getting offensive MVP down there. I talked to about nine different NFL teams, you know, um, leading up to the draft. And I was hearing from the Jets a little bit. You know, there was some murmurs that they were going to, you know, pick me up after the drafts and everything. But then when the draft came and went and there was no calls, you know, with COVID, because COVID had hit. Like, like just right before the draft and my pro day got canceled. And there's a small school kid with very questionable film with no test, no verified test numbers. That was very hard. And, you know, they ended up canceling all the, the rookie tryouts and everything that year. So sitting at home, you know, still literally still sitting at home because that was the pandemic just started and New York was bad at the time. So I was just sitting there. I was like, now what? You know what I mean? And like everybody else, and you know, I was on TikTok and I was watching you know, a lot of the videos I, I liked, I'm like, I could do this. Go, go, eat. Champions are made right here, right now. Get your hands off your knees. Let's go. Nah, bro, screw this. I'm done. Nah, bro, you trying to kill us out here. You know, I'm not going to chill out, bro. Coach is stuck my Let's go, boy. Touch that one. Yeah, last one, last one, last one. You know, because my entire life, 
I've always had that kind of goofy clownish persona. There was just nobody recording it. Mm-hmm. So then I'm watching everybody, you know, doing these things, making this impact on people. I'm like, I can do that. Oh, well, I'll see a video. I'm like, I've done that before, you know? So I just started posting some stuff. And then my agent at the time had told me, he's like, yo, like your story is very inspiring. He's like, you should share that to people. So I'm like, okay. I stayed up all night. You know, I made, I took a couple different songs that I like, you know, songs I listened to pregame before a game. I took a couple of those songs and made a mix and I put them all in one video. And I kind of just shared my story from, you know, high school to where I was at. And I went to work like any other day. I went, I was delivering cookies and insomnia cookies. You know what I mean? So I went, I went out to work. Whoa, pause. Shout out to insomnia cookies. (laughs) Fire. Oh, you hungry? <laughs> that boy hungry, hungry. That's when you know you're hungry. I was out I was out delivering cookies. My phone started going crazy. I thought I thought I was like late for a delivery or something. I look and then you know it's sports center, my DM, house of highlights, overtime, all at the same time. And I'm like, what just happened? You know what I mean? I go on TikTok, go woke up to that like six million views. I was like, oh my God. You know what I mean? Everyone's kind of like rooting for me and everything. And then now for the first time, I got kids reaching out to me. I went through a very similar story that I went through. They're reaching out to me and relating like, yo, man, it's so refreshing to hear someone else went through that. You know, I'm dealing with that right now. So it's great to see that you, you know, came out of that situation. And that was the first time where, because at the time, you know, I still had about a thousand Instagram followers. So when people were messaging me, I had time to sit down and respond to everybody, you know, with paragraphs, like sit down. You know, I was, on, I was getting on some of the video calls with some of them, just talking to them. And that was the first time someone ever, like, looked up to me before. So like, I started feeling like, wow, I just made an impact on these kids. And like I said, I just feel, I was feeling like, what's next? Like, what do I do now? And then I, just, I was out training one day, and I made a video. Um, it, was like, it was like the types of players during conditioning. Because, mind you, I played at a lot of different schools. So I've seen similar things in every school. I'm like, yo, this, this is something that's consistent everywhere I've played at. So I just made a video about it. And everyone's in the comments like, yo, I thought that was just my team. Or, you know what I mean? And then, <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Then the next day I went out and made a part two. And it did the same thing, you know, overtime, House of Highlights, everyone was posting it. And then the real shift was when Sports Illustrated followed me and DM'd me. Like, yo, I love what you're doing. And I was like, is this Sports Illustrated? I'm like, like my whole life, I always pictured myself being on Sports Illustrated to play football, not making a joke about football. About football. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was the real shift of, wow, like, I, like I'm actually doing something here. You know, I might be onto something here. And at the time in college, the way I found So Hoodie was one of my teammates was famous on Vine. So he, he had wore it in one of his videos. Like, he had no shirt on. He was running routes wearing the So Hoodie. And like I, like I told you, he was famous. Like, you know, he had his, bro- his older brothers in the NFL, his dad's NFL coach. So he had money. So I, when I saw it, that was the first time I ever saw it. I'm like, this thing got to be like $150, $200. You know what I mean? And then he sent me the link. And I'm like, 25 bucks. I ordered five of them. I said, I need them. And then I saw you could customize them. And I have a little background in graphic designing. So I put together a little logo for myself, uploaded it. I said, I need it. And I started wearing it to practice. And then everyone's like, yo, where y'all getting those from? You know what I mean? And then, you know, same thing. I, I shared the link with them, and a bunch of our teammates got a bunch. And then come to find out, the company is based on Long Island, like mm. where I grew up. So I was like, what the heck? Like, there is no way. You know what I mean? And then they, they had, I think, I'm pretty sure it was you. They had DM me, like, yo, I, I see what you're doing with the videos. Like, you mind throwing on a so hoodie in one of the videos? So then I, I put on a so hoodie for one of the videos I've been making, and then people started commenting, like, yo, what's on your head? Or like, like yo, what is that? I don't know what it is. But I kind of like it. 
And so I started seeing people were interested in it. And then I, obviously they seen that like everything was kind of just correlated. You know, and we kind of just kept talking back and forth. And as, you know, as I grew a little bit more on social media, some of the other brands started reaching out to me about, you know, doing promos and stuff. And obviously I already knew Sony for years. So they, when they approached me with it, they would that's when my priority was. I'm like, man, they were the first company to ever, you know, see something that I'm doing. So I'm like, of course, I'll, I'll show love right back. And then, you know, as I just kept growing, not to say that the the want to play died, but it, it started, I started making me feel like I wanted to play football because I wanted to have a voice in the football space. I wanted to have a voice to the next generation of football players growing up. And I always saw football, like playing in the National Football League. I saw that give me the platform to do that. do that. And then one day I woke up like, wait a minute, I'm doing that now. So that at that point, mm-hmm. I had to figure out like, at that point, I had to figure out, was it ever about playing football? And then, you know, some days were better than others. And like, every day I would, I would get up to go train. But other days I felt a lot more determined than, you know what I mean? And then as the, as the world started clearing up with COVID and everything, and I started seeing some of my friends that went undrafted starting to get workouts and opportunities. And I'm looking at my phone like, like okay, it's still not ringing, you know? And then I'm still working out. Then I was I, was, I started traveling at the time with So Hoodie. I started traveling. I was ending up in Florida with a lot of free agent players, you know, CFL players, current NFL players, running one-on-ones with them. And I'm like, not to say they y'all can't get a finger on me, but I'm like, I can compete with y'all. <laughs> so that was that was like my like fresh, like that was my reminder, like, bro, you can still play. You know what I mean? And then when the spring league came around, this right when the spring league came around, it was a developmental league. I went, I went out and played on that team. But the head coach was Jerry Rice, his wide receiver coach. So when I, I'm on his team. And I started every single game. And he's saying to me, he's saying to my face, you need to be on a team. That was all I needed to hear. Yep. I'm like, so I can do this. I'm not tripping. You know, I'm like, I can't do this. I just, and he he had sat me down one day. He's like, a guy like you, you know, a small school kind of kid with no, you know, professional background. Like, you know, no one in my family played football. He's like, with no, with no, no connections like that. He's like, you need to be in front of the right coach at the right time who needs the right thing. So I'm like, I'm going to take what you said. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in mind. You know what I mean? But then when the spring league ended and I came back home, still no calls, I just kept doing what I was doing. And to this day, at this point, I'm feeling like I want to play. Of course, you know, the XFL is coming back. The USFL is coming back. But at this point, like I said before, I'm feeling like, was it ever about playing football? I just, I know I love football and I want to be around football, but I'm feeling like, I think I low key accomplished what I wanted out of football. See, I, mean, I don't even notice it. That was the moment I said, I'm doing something here. Like, I can really have a voice in this. You know, you both have two interesting perspectives that I think can help two, two different arenas. So for you, Mike, I'll ask you this question. What piece of advice would you give a young entrepreneur trying to build a brand who may be running into some roadblocks and they may not have hit their successful stride, but they want to build this brand. They're trying to do something they feel is unique because I know... When you first start telling somebody, I'm going to make a hoodie without the sweater, but it's just going to be a hoodie. Somebody looked at you like, stop smoking. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure somebody had to look at you like, you finna make half a jacket and think you finna do something. So when, when, you, when you meet that, 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 that adversity and those type of things, what, would, what advice would you give that person? To... Uh to be successful, you have to be consistent. Mm. 
right? Like at the end of the day, no matter what others may think, others may feel about what you're doing, it's just about being consistent. If you know what you're doing is right and like you feel it and there's not much that tells you otherwise, you got to pursue it. And I remember early on, about the first year we started doing this, one of my buddies here in, in uh, where I'm from, you know, I, I was like discouraged because you're really like I was getting into like the guys in the Super Bowl were wearing it. And, like it just wasn't clicking. Right. It wasn't happening. But I knew things were like we were doing stuff that like companies would pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for. And we were doing it for free. And I told my buddy, I'm like, man, this this really needs to like happen like now. He's like, dude, listen. Whether it happens now, five years, 10 years, or 20 years from now, he's like, it's all about, it's not about when, it's just a matter of you doing it. And be consistent with it because eventually if you do, you know, put enough work into it, it'll pay off. So um, a lot of that is is just being like persistent, having the patience to see the good, see the bad, see the, you know, the plateaus. And um, right now it's exciting because we're in a really good position after about five years of hard work. but you know, now we're in a position to really scale um, and really take it to the next level in terms of what it can be. Uh, a lot of that is obviously, you know, getting AJ's story out there and having his following come along and see the brand because, you know, that's really what we need. We need to get it to the masses. We uh, we are a, a true startup. We don't have uh, distribution like a Nike or an Adidas does where they can put it on the shelves of, you know, millions of uh, stores and online you know, shop. So for us, it's uh, about building it on the social, being consistent with our message um, and knowing that, yes, we are a startup, but we want to perform at a high level like, um, you know, eventually like an Under Armour or a Gatorade or a company like that. Well, I, I think you de- you guys are definitely well on your way. And I think, you know, <laughs> you know, we, we here at Hadrico Live are glad to be a part of the social hoodie family. Yes, now, sir. Down to my guy here, AJ, you have another different perspective. Being in the football world, you know every high school kid, when you come out to high school, whether you on the freshman team, the JV, where you on the bench, everybody got this dream of playing Division I football. And everybody tells themselves they're going to be this great athlete their freshman year, and they tell them they're going to be this great athlete this next year. But what happens when it's not happening? What do you tell that young man who's not getting those offers that he or she so greatly wanted to have but it's not happening for him. How do you tell him to keep that dream alive? Honestly, I would tell him to look in the mirror in terms of, do you see that happening? And I like, that's something that you got to completely selflessly evaluate. You know, I know a lot of guys that have went to D2 schools and then left to go to community college and then went to go play at division one school simply because he knew he was better than that. You know, he knew he deserved more than that. And I, vice versa, I know guys that were at Division One school and left because they felt they should go bigger and then couldn't do that, you know. So I would tell him really to really look at, re, I guess, reevaluate, reevaluate what he really wants. You know what I mean? Like, what? Hold on, wait. Can we can we do that? You or is it live? No, go on. <laughs> editing magic. Here we go. I'll go back. Here we go. <laughs> I'm barking up the wrong. I know. Here we go. So, AJ, what would you tell that player who has these great aspirations to play college football, but basically, unfortunately, he's not getting the notoriety or he's not getting the offers that he or he 
wants to get or he or she because sports is a universal sport they're not getting the offers that they want what do you tell that person to either keep them motivated or tell them how to refocus themselves if that's not happening yeah man, it's similar to mike's point in terms of being consistent you know if you if you feel like you that you can play at that level just keep going something's eventually going to shake you know if you're not getting that that opportunity right out of high school there's other opportunities now and that's something that i didn't know when i was in school like now you can go to prep school or not now you go you can go to prep school you can go to community college or if you really want to gamble on yourself you can go walk on to a, a big school you know and you could just earn earn your stripes that way and that just comes from like i said being consistent you know looking at what other guys at that level are able to produce and seeing where you could fit in with that you know and another thing i would say to y'all man is a lot of times with these big schools it's not always you you know let's say let's say you're a 6 foot wide receiver and you know you're just a fast guy you know like you're average with everything else but like you know speed is your main attribute if the school you want to go to has a guy that's already like that that they might not be so quick to recruit another guy like that they're going to want to go try to get maybe a taller receiver or a receiver that brings a different skill set that's something that i had to, i had to learn myself so what i would tell y'all man is just just keep being consistent and keep the faith up you know, a lot of times we always don't know all the information, but we think we know everything that's in the book, but we don't know everything. We don't know all the chapters. So sometimes we have to figure that out. And that leads me to what I like to call my final time. For my final time, I ladies and gentlemen, you've met with two great people who are doing great things, not only for themselves, but for the people that's around them. And one thing that came up from both of them was consistency. Consistency is the key to get to where you want to get to. It don't happen in one day. It doesn't happen in a week. There's no time frame. It's just results driven. So you can't tell yourself it's going to happen in two weeks. It's going to happen when you reach the results that you're trying to get to. So you got to keep driving and get to those results. You want to get that D1 scholarship? Keep working. You want to build that magnificent brand? Keep grinding. Just remember, if it was easy, everybody would do it. And that's the reason why everybody's not rich. Everybody's not in the league. And everybody is not you. So you got to keep working. Now, I want to thank both my guests. But before I let y'all go, uh, Mr. AJ, um, we don't need you to come back to a game because we 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 gotta get um we can't end like that. I don't know which one you're gonna come to, but you're gonna need to get your butt back out here to to Vegas. Cause uh I'm gonna say I was gonna say you might have to come out to Vegas. The, the boys, we out here. We 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 need to, we need to, I need you to know something. Since that last um situation situation ship, I'm just what I'm gonna call it, situation ship, the whole city state of nevada has been paying for it I, I think the last three games have been over 50 with zero points given up it's been the problems people are paying for for that yeah, let that be known let that, that be known i need you to make yeah. sure that is heard so you know i asked my kids today i say listen man i'm talking to aj tonight what question y'all want me to ask and everybody asks the same question when he coming back to the game, cause we need to make sure. And they say, when you come, you better bring a lot of hoodies that we put in work on everybody. Hey, look, if I come back to a game, if we come back to do another, a third Bishop Gorman game, I want, I want to capture the whole scene. And when I say that, I mean like the week leading up to the game, you know what I'm saying? The, the pregame meal, Right. You know what I'm saying? The, the bus ride. I want to. I want shotgun in the bus. I might even want to drive the bus. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I, I go give me a little, little bus driver license. Listen, I tell you what, I, if you know, uh, one thing that I think would be a really good shot for you too, definitely. And I, you know, I definitely have to ask the powers that be, but coming out to Gorman more than a game, just come see the facilities because it, it is definitely um, 
heard. I've heard. You're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Basically, when you, when you come on out, man, we um, th- those boys work really hard. Um, our head coach does a damn good job of getting these guys prepared. Um, our coaching staff, Coach Brown, I mean, they, they do a really good job of getting these guys prepared. We take nobody lightly. Um, definitely the word uh, of the week, of every week, is finish. So, definitely, you know, you, you definitely great always word. welcome. Huh? It's a great it's one. A great word. It's, it's a great it, Listen, it's a great, it's a phenomenal word. It is one that is chiseled. Man, chiseled. when I tell you, now let me say something. Go ahead. How? Huh? How? Pardon me? What happened? Excuse me? <laughs> what happened? Okay. Oh, earphone went out. Uh, hey, I feel like this this is this is a respect has been a respectable distance of time now. This is I didn't I didn't say nothing. That's true. That's true. I, I, I wait. Hey, just fade away silently. When I, <laughs> hey, even when I commentated the game, I made. I said, "Man, Zach Branch is dog." But what the? What happened, bro? I almost no. I almost left. I was heading towards the uh, the e- the exit, and then I said, "Wait, I got to give him the hood after the game." Next thing I know, <laughs> it was like, "Oh, they just got an onside kick." Cause I didn't even. I didn't even get the onside kick. I just because we literally was leaving, and then I'm like, "Wait a second, what?" And I said. Well, that's cool. You know what I mean? Great, great film. And I did it again. I said, wait a second. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Listen. Um, yeah, I know you don't want to relive it, but just. This, this, I'm, where was the breakdown? Who, who, like, where did, when did the foot get on ESPN? I can't even get first, on First off, number one, we didn't appreciate you making all these little video clips talking about Dick Gorman at practice. Oh, we doing film? Yeah, oh, oh yeah, all the yeah, we saw all that. Yeah, we saw all that. We saw all that. Listen, at the end of the day, listen, we we win as a team, we lose as a team. Um, and, and it was definitely it definitely a tough situation. Um, but it's one that we 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 rebounded from, and with definitely a lesson learned. You can that don't happen on John Madden. What happened to us that night? Like you, you can play Madden, and that wouldn't right. happen. Again. No, you're, you know what? I was playing Madden earlier, and I thought about that today. There was like a minute left. I'm like, it couldn't even happen in the game. It, it couldn't. <laughs> right. um, I, at the least summer game, they was losing by a field goal at a minute left, and everyone's like, oh, we're going to lose. I said, I've seen crazy. <laughs> I've seen crazier, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I really can't even give you the best explanation. All I can say is we've learned from it. Um, I can say that we move. We, we definitely have moved forward, but I, I, I've st- I stood right there, and I still can't tell you exactly how something like that happens because in all the years I've been around football, I have never seen that situation, and you will never see it again. And I guarantee you, definitely won't see it happen for the happen to the Gorman Gales ever again in life. You bet that, take it to the bank, lock it down, tink, tink, whatever you want to call it. Hey, we we him all that good stuff, all of it, put it all together. <laughs> All of it. Not happening <laughs> again, man. But look, gentlemen, I want to definitely thank y'all for coming out, man. I appreciate the time. I'll definitely get this up and edit it. And for and that's another episode of Hadrico Live in the books.